0: Up and running and bill of Long is loud.
1: Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Villa Park podcast slash Up The Villa podcast. (laughs) Um, Welcome to the show, guys. It is the Fans Forum special. Um, And yeah, what a show we've got in store for you tonight. We've got an ultra full house with the boys, Martin, Kev, and Max, and our special guests, Luke and Justin from the Up The Villa podcast. First of all, you two boys, thank you so much for jumping on. How are you lads doing?
0: Yeah, I'm all good. All good. Great to be on your show. I watch it all the time. You and Gareth as well. I know he's not here, but you smash it with your tactical analysis. So uh, happy to be on your show.
1: Brilliant, mate. And Justin, we were just talking back from your holidays, uh, back to reality. But how are you doing, mate? Thank you very much for
2: jumping on. Yes, that's that's my pleasure. Yes, back to really lovely warm England. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: And boys, Martin, Kev, Max, I know, I know. As soon as I put out the call for saying that the uh, the up the Villa boys are on, it was an uh, instant, instant. Um, yes, I can do it. Yes, I can do it. But yeah, how are you boys doing, Martin, Kev, Max? How are you boys doing? It's nothing to do. It's
3: nothing to do with these two being on. I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I did <laughs> the outback music course. I'm in
0: the
3: morning as well. So, no, only joking. Only joking.
2: Uh, pleasure. Well, look, i See you later,
3: lads. It's <laughs> 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 just seen a deal to Turkey. i
2: reduced price. Line. Yeah, I'm off, mate. Next
3: client. No, great, great to be here. Villa back at the weekend, of course. So yeah, it's great. Great to be here
1: with you guys. Awesome. Awesome. Um, well, look, we've got a great show in store. We're going to get into all the topics that we just, uh, that we've pre-prepped in terms of like our thoughts on the season so far uh player of the season so far who we're expecting more from and what we're so excited uh for for the rest of the season um because you know it's been a it's been a fantastic season so far and uh, i'm sure there'll be plenty to be excited for and obviously getting your comments and questions in guys so um get involved in the comments and hit that like button hit that subscribe button we are past 2700 subscribers are on the road to 3k you guys can help us get there so make sure you like subscribe and uh yeah get involved in the comments um before i get into the um the topics of of the day uh or, or topics that we wanted to speak about before um miss a certain mr mings um sent social media wild uh, all day um from posting this uh, this morning um Luke i guess come to you first how did you how were you feeling about um uh, this 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 post um prior to the update um
0: oh, a little bit worried um i think it was mainly just because you know he, he he's had his instagram blacked out we've not really seen much of Mings at all um I cut someone's hair and sort of his, his kid goes to the same nursery as Wende, so I've been seeing bits of B so he's been showing me footage off his car getting in and out his car, and i've I kind of know Wende's sort of like walking round, bending his knee quite a lot, but we haven't seen much of Ming's, and when that dropped, I thought, oh God no, you know it's 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 gonna be bad news this is, but hmm. Patience, and you know what Villa Twitter's like it only needs a sniff of something negative, and that's it, it's a frenzy all day. So uh, you know, when he posted that video, you know, it was absolutely amazing, wasn't it? And his recovery looks probably a little bit more advanced than what I thought it was, really. You know, he's got the weights on it, he's you know, swimming with weights on his feet, he, he's bending it, moving it so I think in the end, it's a real positive sign for Villa, really, that he he looks like his recovery is going very well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Justin, you were the the voice of reason, I think, on on Twitter, um, because everyone was saying, oh, he's going to retire and this is it. Um, And you get, like I say, the voice of reason. um, I guess was that kind of a, I I don't mean it was prior knowledge, but, you know, I guess he's—he's—it's he's almost like a, a teaser, isn't it, for for what is what what we knew was about to come, almost.
2: Yeah, you know, it's very difficult, isn't it? Like Luke said, uh, when he hasn't been very active on socials for a long time, and and, and he suddenly appears with a cryptic, sort of a cryptic uh, post, and it's all blacked out, and it does look a bit dour. But uh, you know, I looked at it after about an hour or so, and I thought, you know what, he's sitting in a gym He's got a bit of a sweat on he's got no you know supports on his knees he's got you know and i am thinking he, he can't be that bad he can't be that bad you know and and, and mm-hmm. again like luke said twitter just goes into meltdown over anything doesn't it so i just tried to stay reasonably calm and thought well we'll wait and see what it actually is and then we'll, we'll decide you know we'll, we'll deal with that when it comes out and and Unfortunately, it was it was just a nice little update. I don't he probably didn't even realise what he was doing. I think I don't think he was meant to have wound everyone up and thought sent everyone into into meltdown. I think it was just one of them things that it was his welcome back to Twitter thing, wasn't it? Thanking everyone. And it turned out to be mm. pretty good news by the look of it. I think he's on the on the road to a full recovery, all being well. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, I, I, was oh, just okay, sorry.
4: I
3: think it was the villa Twitter Twitter equivalent of someone putting on Facebook, just me and the kids now. Like it just went crazy <laughs> for a day. You okay, man? <laughs> DM me. You're all right. Yeah. I was worried on oh, what's happened. Are they have they split up?
1: And all of a sudden, yeah, like... yeah, and it, wow. you just needed to put in the bottom, I'll DM you. Like that, DM you, that's that's already you. needed to put. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. But bit... Max, you had a little um you 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 weren't quite as enamored with the uh <laughs> with the post as maybe everyone else was Really you thought maybe it was a little bit little bit over the top.
4: Oh, I thought it was a bit weird considering it was a, what everyone said on Twitter, like, oh, his career over, his career's over. But no, it was just a, a teaser for a, a video. It was. I think you could have just put, posted the video this morning and saved, saved everyone the asshole person. Where's
1: the fun in that, though, Max? Where's the fun in I'll, that? I'll tell you what it
2: did do, though. It's clever. It's a social media bit of genius, because it, it whipped everybody up, and everybody all of a sudden stuck it on notification. taro means Instagram notification. And the second that dropped, I bet he had about, Fifty thousand views in about thirty seconds. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, was it clever marketing? Well, it, it turned awesome. out to
1: be. Turned out to be definitely. And it, you know, look, it's it's kind of a, a unifying thing. You now, once you get that news that he's he's on the mend and he's coming back and he's he's was he out to Philadelphia and going into that recovery, mm. you get a little bit more of an insight into what he's doing. It, it's kind of like it makes it all the, all the better. So. Yeah, look, hopefully he's going to be back, um, you know, at some point before the season's end. I think it'd be brilliant to, to get him back involved. And, you know, it'll be good to see him back at Villa Park as well once, you know, some of that recovery is has, has been has been completed but yeah i mean it was it was interesting it was certainly interesting and got everyone got everyone talking um guys we've got loads of comments coming in i've tried putting them on like everyone saying hello it's brilliant few people saying black room saying they gotta say this is a phenomenal idea loving the collaboration um jam jack in the house says evening guys uh, evening gang double bubble viewing we all follow the villa and up the villa Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Brilliant. Uh, Gary said, hi, all surreal seeing you all together on one show. Looking forward to it. And Dale saying best two Villa pods around. Looking forward to this one. Thank you. And Jean in the house as well. Evening all loving this. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Like I said, it's, it's great to have, have the lads on. Um, and Dale there saying, don't forget like to like, subscribe and share the pod. Um, absolutely, guys. Like, subscribe, share um so let's get into the chat so martin i'll come to you first um mm-hmm. just just talk to us about your thoughts on the season so far um yeah just 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 go mate thoughts on the season so far i have to say it's, you know before the season started
5: i was probably a bit underestimating villa by saying you know we'll get six but obviously the way it's been going, it's just been unbelievable. Like, we look forward to watching Aston Villa now. I mean, how long were the days we were saying, fuck's sake, Aston Villa are fucking playing, aren't they? And, and you wouldn't really look forward to it, but you were hoping or something, and that's genuinely would be the way. You know, it's the hope that kills you, where now we don't hope for a win. It just happens now on a regular basis when we're playing in Villa Park. Now, obviously, I think the away form could pick up, but at the same time, I'm not too worried because our home form has just been excellent. We've literally won every game. And we scored three goals in each of them, which is unbelievable. And and obviously in Europe, we're doing really well. Uh, yeah, we got knocked out of the League Cup. But to be honest with you, I'm kind of happy about that because then it means less games. And, you know, obviously a bit more game time in certain competitions. But overall, I'm happy with the season so far. And I think it's been really exciting. The international break sometimes just kind of kills the momentum a little bit. But hopefully it doesn't happen. It didn't happen the last time for Villa. And please God, it doesn't happen this time.
1: Yeah, yeah, good. Kev, what about yourself? Kind of, I guess, judging by our expectations that we maybe had at the start of the season, how has it lived up to those expectations? And yeah, your kind of general thoughts on the season so far? I mean, it's just gone way beyond my expectations, even what I thought it
3: was going to be. Um, If you were to just look in isolation at the Newcastle and the Liverpool game, if someone just said to you, Villa this season so far... They got battered away at St. James's Park and basically, you know, got away with a 3-0 at Anfield. Um, and then you told them what the rest of the season looked like for us. You, you said that was a million in one shot. It's just been it has been incredible. I mean, I'm at the point now where I'm thinking, like, you know, I mean, Martin, I've touched on this, but, y- you know, you go down Villa Park just expecting us to win. I mean, I'm expecting us to beat Man City. <laughs> and it's Man City, champions of Europe, but, like, we beat everyone at Villa Park. And even, if, you know... It, it, even me thinking two, three years ago, God, Burnley are going to be tricky, aren't they? Or, oh, God, Palace. Jesus, oh, tricky Tuesday night against Stoke, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's, um, it's it's just dreamland, really. The thing is now, now expectations have been raised, it, it changes your sights, doesn't it? So all of a sudden you look at it thinking, well, if we can get some points now out of this run of Spurs, Bournemouth, away, the and then obviously Arsenal, Man City, at home, crikey, maybe we're having to look at invested a bit more in January to kick on for a top four push. Then Everton get get dot points, and I'm thinking if Man you not know, Man City get dot points, any chance we could, we could win the league? And then I just slap myself around the face.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, baton, no, no, it, 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 that's what happened.
1: It, it, it's incredible. It's incredible. Um, Justin, just get some up your thoughts on, on the season so far. Um I've watched a lot of you, your guys' podcasts and I know you kind of had a tough time and, and coming back into the Villa the last few few weeks, it must be just amazing to see how well the club's doing at the minute as well.
2: Yeah, fantastic, isn't it? I mean, um, we did a pre-season preview of the, uh, and, and I actually predicted we'd finished third. Um, so, <laughs> I'm not overly surprised, if I'm honest. <laughs> um, but I based that on, on Emery's six months, really, up to the end of last season. And I'm, I'm a as you know, watching our pod on um, with uh, glass three quarters full. I don't know about anything else. Um so so yeah, I, I just thought if 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 our form replicates anything like the last end of last season, and it has done, that's basically what's happened. We we we've almost done what I'm not saying this that we're gonna win the league, but when Leicester had that amazing run that, that kept them up, and then they basically had the preseason, and then that form continued through the next season, didn't it? And in a way, that's happened to us. We've had this phenomenal end of the season that catapulted us up into seventh. We've had the the pre-season, we've added three or four quality additions and they've just continued it, haven't they? Yes, a couple of little blips along the way, but you're always going to get that. So to to see us where we are now, playing the football we're playing, it's phenomenal. And and, um, I, I really think that, like you all say, we go now expecting... These, these performances and these wins rather than hoping for them. And that's the, the mentality shift that Emory has brought into Villa, isn't it? So, And I don't see it really changing. I think we'll lose the odd game here and there. I don't see a run of defeats. I don't see a run of bad form like we've had in the past. I think he writes things very, very quickly after we get a bad result. And the way he goes about it, as we talk about week in, week out, it's something in my time following Villa, the best part of nearly 50 years, I can't really remember a better time. I really can't. No.
1: It, no, it's it, it takes me back to kind of the big run days, 92, 93 season. Uh, I guess the the, the 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 glory part under John Gregory, you know, like you 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 you're dead right like it's just it's just phenomenal like just going to Villa home or away. I know sometimes I're away from but like for me, and I've said this so many times, Luke, for me, what is so impressive to see is that most of the time you watch fo- you watch football teams and you think, as a football supporter, you think, well, what do they actually do on the training pitch? Because what's happening on the on the field, you know, they can't beat the first man and across, the they can't do it, they, they can't do a simple pass, or they can't do this, or it seems disjointed. That's most that's most of the time in terms of football supporters' experience. With Villa, it's like you can literally see what happens on the training pitch onto the the, the playing field and it not only you can see it, but it actually works. Like you're seeing actual training ground moves produce goals. And it's, it's just like Kev said before, it's just absolute dreamland. Yeah. It's, it's, it's top level coaching that,
0: that that's the thing that's happening on the training pitch. It's, you know, it's, it's a guy with a wealth of experience with, with a philosophy on how he wants to play. He won't deviate from the way he wants to play. He'll, he'll he'll keep drilling them and drilling them until they understand until they get it, and and like you say, it, it's a, the thing is with Villa at the minute, it's a culmination of a lot of things that are going well. It's it's the coaching, it's the players doing the plan that he wants them to do, and it's just absolutely amazing. And, and I keep going back to you know you know when you ask the question about like how's the season going, I think we haven't even got started this season. I think we're going to get better. You know, when you've got players like Ramsey coming back in there, who he's adding competition. You've got Moreno coming back in there. We're about to see what Monch is all about in January. You know, he's mm. going to have had a good six months of, you know, finding out what Emery wants or the plan going into the summer as well. So, you know, the whole thing is still so early. But the one key ingredient we've got is a, an elite level manager and you know that, That's going to be the difference. And, and for me, that's what's going to be the difference in December. I think, you know, yeah, take one game at a time. But, you know, as fans, we, we can look ahead because that's why we are fans. We, we're allowed to get excited if there's yeah. 0.1% chance of us winning the league. I don't, I'm not just going to look at that and be like, I'd just take one at a time. I'm going, I'm knocking <laughs> at the end of the tile, like Kevin said. I, I this is getting, music I mean,
1: Kevin's ears. This, yeah, Luke, this
0: like, is <laughs> I can, like, see, him there, I can eagle. see him there.
1: Relax, please. You're only giving up enough eagle.
0: <laughs> no, but like, City have had their points deducted. we've cooked <laughs> this massive plan over the course of December, and yeah, we're recruiting for a title charge. So, you know, as fans, we've got to enjoy it because. We've had so much rubbish over the years, and that's why we, we are football fans, you know. So we've we've simply got to enjoy it. It's Emery's job to keep the players level-headed and grounded. and It's not our job. We, we can no. enjoy it. And even Posca Coglu was saying, you know, when Spurs were winning their, all them games in a row at the start, and he got asked about the fans, and he said, just let the fans enjoy it. And I
1: think that's what we should do. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could see the, the hairs bristling on Kev's uh, neck, <laughs> beard, head. But Max, has Luke's passionate, passionate rant there got you excited? Even you excited for for, the, <laughs> for this season?
4: I feel like I'm getting called out there
1: for not being very. Uh,
4: <laughs> you're the level-headed
1: the... one. You're the you're the I've you're been, on the, the, positive
4: I've yeah. been on the positive one recently, which I've never <laughs> never said this happened. I mean, we're just very good at football at the minute. It's like nothing I've ever seen us play before. I mean, you're looking at like on TikTok and stuff. You're seeing like all old clips and stuff like that, and you're seeing like these random players like playing. And now we're getting like linked with like big players, and we've got we've got really good players and stuff like that. It's it's a like the best time that I've ever been supporting them. At least, I mean, not that that's got any competition, considering no. I've <laughs> what I've seen. But I mean, it is just the, like the best time. I mean, as Kev says, so like things th- weirder things have happened at the minute. I mean, there's, there's not many teams that are almost like other than Man City, obviously, that are kind of going for it at the minute. It's like Arsenal are kind of floundering, Man United, Tottenham are sinking a little bit at the minute, so. I don't see why the top four isn't a realistic aim, personally.
1: Yeah, 100%. Well, we'll get into kind of what we're excited for later on in in the show. So many comments coming in. Um, Let me just go through a few. Um, James probably echoing a lot of our thoughts. He's over the moon that there are no more international breaks until March. Uh, absolutely agree. Adamski Adamski says, doesn't feel like we've even played much away compared to home matches. Um, Duncan said, number one home form, 13th away form currently. So, yeah, that is definitely an area to improve. Uh, Dale said, if we're fifth at Christmas, we must invest. Uh, Michael said, Aston Villa are going for top four. I really believe that. If we're to keep our best players in the summer, we must get top four. Damsey saying we didn't get battered at St. James's Park. We were pretty much toe to toe until injuries.
0: So well, it was
1: Ferguson who, who kind of, oh Alex Ferguson said that we, you know, we were quite unlucky, but it wasn't a good time for me, certainly living in Newcastle. It was not a good time for me going out on that Saturday night. I can tell you that <laughs> now. Um,
2: Probably. Gary said. That.
1: Yeah, I was I was already out. I was got I got I had to make I had promises to keep, so I thought I might as well get all the abuse out early doors and then uh, move on to when we play them at Villa Park and beat them. Um, Gary said we must get it right in January to kick on. Uh, Rachel saying I think as long as we show actual continual progression, I think it will be okay. Uh, Michael with his usual comment: uh, Let's take it one game at a time. Um Deontay in the house saying couldn't have asked for a better start to this season considering how Villa started last season the transformation has been tremendous hashtag thank you Emery um, Jonathan in the house says this season ends in Greece uh, amazing, uh, hopefully victorious Bloom said let's see where we are in three weeks time Um Marine Boy going back in the days to 1975 to mm-hmm. 82 take some beating um, I, I would agree Yeah, good man, Justin, good man. Um, Credo said, all the lads are here. Nice to see a Villa fan channel mashup. Um, Brilliant, yeah, good, good, good. Um, We'll talk, we'll maybe talk Spurs a little bit um but maybe we maybe will. Um Gary said, let's just calm down if we do well in the next five, then we will know. <laughs> See, it's it's, it's it's the viewers that keep trying to keep us grounded. We, not, calm we, down. not calm down. very excited, yeah. I think. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Um, so the, the next bit I wanted to talk about really was focus on some of the players. So um Justin, who who would you say kind of I mean, there's been so many brilliant performances. Um, and there's probably loads of different angles you can you can take this, but who would if you had to pin it down, who would be kind of your current player of the season so
2: far? Um, yeah, I, I had a good think about this earlier. The obvious one is Douglas Louise, but I'm I'm I know probably a lot of you're going to say Douglas Louise, but I I want to give a big shout out to uh, Luca Dean. If I'm honest, I think he's had a really good season. I think last season when we did our preview for the season before, I actually thought he could go close to being our player of the season. And he was very disappointing last season. He, almost to the point when we got to the end of the season and Moreno had come in and had a brilliant six months that we all thought, OK, I think we could maybe see the end of Luka Dina in a Villa shirt. And then we mm-hmm. got the injury to Moreno and then he's had basically the free the free run of that left-hand side, And I think he's been outstanding. I really do. I really think he's stepped up. He's got to a point where people don't really talk about. When's Moreno back? I don't hear many people on Twitter going, Oh God, I can't wait for Moreno to get back by me down that left hand side. So I think I think a special mention for me goes to Luca Dean. The obvious ones you know, in this current team and with this current season, you, you could highlight maybe twelve players that are having an outstanding season. So it's very difficult to sort of pinpoint one. Louise probably is our player of the season so far, but I, I just wanted to mention Luka Dean as a uh, you know. Just as a little standout for me, I think he's done really well.
1: Yeah, I think it's from a it's interesting because from an expectation point of view, like you said, we were probably thinking he would be a make weight to to leave the club for the wages and for the uh, to bring one or two other players in, and then all of a sudden he ends up being you know an ever present in the team and. I guess, and also on, on Twitter, we're talking. Oh, can he play every game? Can he play Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday? And he's he's done it as well. Just in the, he, he, and he's been. At a, mm. I could probably say maybe one game where he wasn't quite as good, but every other every other game, you know, he's been he's been absolutely
2: a rock rock solid. You no, know, defensively uh, think, and and been a threat going forwards. Yeah, the level. You know, we, we knew he's the level of Luca Dean. It, you know, at his best, he's, he's a he's a really, really top top player. You know, the money we yeah. signed him for, and he came with huge expectations. to really be the, the main man down that left hand side, and he probably hasn't lived up to it now. But with the coaching he's had, and with and with the style we play, and that left hand side is such an important side. So to lose Moreno and Ramsey, you know, at the start of the season, I know when the injuries happened, um, and, and, and obviously Ming, so three really important left hand side players. We all sort of mm. went, oh god. You know, is the season going to collapse around our ears? And it's a tribute to players like uh, Luca Dean and, and Pau Torres, and players that have come in John McGinn. That's played on that left hand side in, in that, that role. That that we haven't skipped a beat. If anything, we've got better. You know, we've lost key players, and we've got better this season. It's it's just it's mind blowing, really. Something I, mm. I just haven't seen at Villa for a very long time.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely agree, and a, and a, and a really good choice there, um, Martin. What about you? Who's your who's your kind of current player of the season so far?
5: I'm actually going to go on the opposite side of um, Justin. I'm going to go on Matty Cash because I think that, you know, I think he's really stepped up because um, there was a lot of calls last season that, oh, Matty Cash hasn't really, you know, stepped up to the place since under Emery and it looks like a right back might be coming in, in the summer. But to be honest, I think he really has stepped up because you have to remember he was injured for a long period of time after the World Cup. It wasn't the case of he was injured for like a week here and a week there. No, he was like injured for maybe two or three months at a spell, came back for two weeks, and then was gone again with the same injury as he aggravated it. And I think he's really stepped up to the plate this season. And I think one game in particular was against Brighton, where we all thought that he was going to struggle against Matoma, you know, a lad who done his thesis on dribbling like it's just mental how he does it and then matty cash had him in his pocket he played a fantastic game there against fulham with a last-ditch tackle and we go and get a goal from that i mean he's been bombing up and down the right hand side absolutely brilliantly and even when we played wing back for a while he got he got himself a goal or two and a few assists and i think you know i think he's over looked in that sense like people would look at Luka Dina who is, who has stepped up in fairness to him, Douglas Weiss, John McGinn you know Ollie Watkins, Diaby and I think Matty Cash has actually been outstanding and I've really enjoyed watching him this season.
1: Fair enough absolutely I, I, I agree you know he's had a he has some really good games and you know against some tough wingers who um, you'd be expected to to get the better of him, and he's he's performed well. You know, Matoma being being a particular one, um, and yeah, he did, he had a good game against Willian as well, which which you know you're expecting. And a lot of the time, he's he's defending one v one against these teams, and 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 uh, you know that's been one of the areas where he's probably mm. struggled. I think maybe the Nottingham Forest game was was one where he probably didn't have his best of games, but he's adding goals to his game as well. And yeah, you can't knock him for. He's always going to be a hundred percent man as well. Matty Cash is always going to be that. So, yeah, fair, fair play, fair play. Um, Max, who's who's really impressed you this season so far? I mean, there's just there's been so many. I think you,
4: it goes through the whole team. I think Torres has been one of our most underrated players in as a not so much with Villa fans, but just like in general. Um, I think he's been such a difference. I mean. That first newcastle game was tough obviously coming anyone coming in would have had, had been struggling but his passing his just presence on the ball is just makes us so much better moving forward out of defense alongside Conter as well who's also been superb in terms of on the ball bringing the ball out of defense Progress, both of them are just so progressive it just makes us so much better uh i think the one that stands out for me has got to be louise just because when he's not in the team there's an obvious difference like the especially the Conference League games where he drops out just to get some rest because he's permanently playing. I think you can always see the difference, and a lot of the time he's been bought on. I think like the Zerinsky game uh, and the RZ game, he got bought on, and it just proves how how like important he is. I think he's one of one of the most like our most important players by a decent margin at the minute.
1: Hmm. Yeah, yeah, agreed. You know, like Justin said, there it's. Louise has been just phenomenal and and probably one of the most underrated midfields in the Premier League like I hear so many mentions like you know justifiably of that you know the likes of Rodri and you know Madison in that attacking midfield area and one or two others but you never generally hear Douglas Louise mentioned you know even on radio they sometimes get his name wrong they call him David Louise and it's just like <laughs> Come on, like he's literally one of the best midfielders in in, in the Premier League. So, yeah, and obviously you know Arsenal starts to sniff around, and all of a sudden teams start taking notice. But you know he's he's our player, and and I think he'll be I think he'll be you know tremendous for this season and the and the coming seasons. Um, but yeah, he's been, he's been phenomenal. Luke, what about you, mate? Who's uh, who's your your player of the season so far?
0: Uh, I mean, yes, you could say all of them, couldn't you? Again, mm-hmm. go back to Emery coaching them last season. That you, there were quality weren't they? And then this season, he, there's players that have just gone up to another level, and it's absolutely amazing. But one player that I'm going to say who I think is starting to grasp the Emery system, and I'm really rooting for him. There is Bailey. Is Bailey? I, I could talk yeah. about. Uh, Louise, I could talk about Paul Torres, but Bailey deserves a special mention because I think he's starting to understand his role. And I think Emery has drilled into him with the mentality of you don't have to play 90 minutes, you can play 30 and still get numbers. And that's good enough for me. You know, last season when you were hearing stuff about his dad going on about like he should be playing or he, he could go to Ajax or whatever. I think he's really grasped it and, and his mentality shift, you know, when you hear him talking about the, the role of it, each player, I think it was last season when he, or this season when he's talking about, you know, being on the bench and being a bench player and, and taking your chance when it's called upon. And, and, you know, Bailey's got a massive part to play. Mm. We know we've got loads of games coming up and I, I'm going to say Bailey, cause he's, he's really impressed me recently from a player that, would play 90 and, and really would flatter to deceive. But now he steps on that pitch and he's just getting them numbers and he's, he's changing games, especially at home when we need him to. Yeah, he's got stuff to work on, but, um, you know, I believe that hopefully he can get there
1: really. So Bailey for me man after my own heart Luke man after my own heart I've I've backed him on this channel um but low socks Bailey is is the future well yeah that's what I mean yeah it works (laughs) the Jamaican Jack Relish
2: yeah 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 I mean
1: just that goal against West Ham I mean ah, just absolute poetry in motion like I can't just, yeah, I can't stop watching it. But, and it, I just love, I love his voice when he's interviewed. I just, he, he's just so good. Like, I just, I just love him. So, yeah, I, if there's a player that Villa fans like root for and want to do well, I think, I think Bailey is that, that man. And, uh, yeah, he's scoring goals away from home. He's like scored goals in Europe, obviously, uh, away. And, yeah, and you know, something's going to happen when he comes on the pitch now. And, and that's what you pay your money to see. You see, you pay your money to see those type of players. And, you know, Villa have had a history of wingers that have kind of excited, you know, Mark Walters, my original hero, Tony Daly. You know, like the, these players, like the, the Aston Villa are made for these type of players, Luke. So phenomenal yeah. that Bailey's doing well, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's what we've got a squad as well, you know, like everybody's
0: got to play their part. If they're not playing, then squad players will step up and... You know, I'm rooting for Zaniolo as well. I'm really rooting for him. I I'll get a lot of stick on our channel for you know for, for trying you to. You brought root Rich for him, back down dirt, There you did, Lukey. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> you
5: brought Rich back down dirt, There you did. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm
0: rooting, I'm rooting for him. Once once Bailey sorted, we'll get onto Zaniolo and he'll start firing as well.
1: Well, look, if there's one man who can do it, we know it's uh, we know it's Unai, um, Kev. Last but no means least, I've, I've maybe you play, we've maybe stole your thunder. I don't know, but yeah, who's your man of this the season so far?
3: So who's left? I've got Chambers, Den Donker, Travis, Olson, <laughs> Olsen, <laughs> Olsen. Olsen yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go for who's the third keeper again? No, um, I'm gonna go <laughs> for um. You know how I feel about Louise. I think Louise is the best player in the squad by by a margin, and that says a lot because I love most of the players, but I think Louise is absolutely sensational. Bailey, I've done a full full three sixty on. You know that. Sad, I've said that many times uh-huh. now. I absolutely love him. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give um, give credit to John McGinn. I think. I mean, you know, um, I just think John McGinn. He's, he's become like Mings as anybody in terms of the heartbeat of the team. And it's interesting now. There he is with with with, with the old uh, what's it called the grido grido or it's called, gritty.
4: But, gritty, yeah <laughs> yeah, gritty, um,
3: yeah. Obviously, remember I remember with, with McGinn that tough time we had that um, that season under Gerard. You know where it was. Give me a pre-season and we're going to be amazing. He's captain. Mings is out the team. Luiz is out the team. You know Watkins is out the team. All of a sudden, you've got a situation where McGinn's got all this pressure. We have a terrible start and we're questioning is he captain material. There's even questions of whether he was going to be someone that was good enough for Villa a year ago before Emery came in. His transformation in terms of being the heartbeat of the team has just been absolutely fantastic to see. And I, I tell you what, there's nothing I like more in life. Than watching him marauding around Villa Park, you know, battering into people, like knocking Dan Burn over on numerous occasions last season, you know, and just just looking at the kind of intensity that he plays with and how he kind of keeps that team ticking. So John McGinn has really, really come on leaps and bounds and earned like a lot of players have, and I think massive, massive credit to him.
1: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I'll, I'll come to that in a second, Martin. That that comment, but yeah, I think. You can just see when he's, you know, that battle he had with uh, Palinja the other day. And, you know, like you said, the Dan Byrne battles, the battle he has at, at Wolves where, you know, he, he's not a player who will, you know, shout and, and organise like, like, say, tyra Mings will. But he's a real player who, um, you know, leads by example, Kev, in that in that sense. And when, you, when McGinn is on his game and firing, you know, you know that Villa are going to be are going to be good that, that 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 day. Yeah, it's just infectious to the
3: team, isn't it, as well? And, and and we have got a few more leaders coming through in the last few months. And, you know, it, I mean, I've seen it in the comments. You know, no one's mentioned Watkins, you know, and clearly, you know, he's one of the top strikers in the league. And I'm sure we'd all give him credit. But the problem is, is we, there's more players we can mention. We haven't mentioned Kamara. Kamara's been quietly going about his business. Ezri Konza could easily be in the show. He's an absolute Rolls-Royce. What about that goalkeeper who won the uh, the Golden Gloves? So, you know, he's amazing. He? Yeah. So, so many players we can mention. it's just it's just fantastic. So there's no slur on the players we haven't mentioned. It's because it's like if you if we had, if we had twelve kids, we've got to pick a few of them as our favourites, haven't we?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Um, Jonathan uh, says he owed Burn and Palinia McGinn doing wonders for Scotland too. Hopefully, he's not injured um, So I know he did come off. He did come off injured. A few comments coming in. Lee Johnson says, nobody mentions Kamara. That's how good Louise and McGinn are. they put a player like Kamara in the shade. Um, Stephen, uh, Stephen says, I think Kamara should get a mention too. He quietly gets on with the game. Um, where are we? Uh, who else has said anything? Uh, Louis said, I agree um, with Justin, but I'd also like to add in Matty Cash has to his game too um so yeah i mean i think someone else said like wait you know you we are in fifth so you know that kind of nine or ten players are are playing well like it's and it's Mm. it's it's brilliant to see you know like like i say when we had under previous managers it would be there'd be one or two standout players now we're now we're kind of struggling to to pick someone who who hasn't been quite as good which is you know a, a phenomenal position to be in so yeah, absolutely fantastic. Um, guys, we have got nearly 100 people watching, which is tremendous at, you know, 10 past 10 on a Tuesday evening. So thank you all for your support. Please do hit that like button. Please hit that subscribe button. Uh, and, um, yeah, get keep getting involved in the comments. If you do want to become a member of the channel, it's just $1.99 a month, less than a third of the cost of a pint of beer. Um, and you can become an official Villa Park pod follower. So just hit the join button or click the dollar sign at the bottom and help us uh, on the road to 3K. Um, So the next comment, I didn't, the next question, I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to say flop of the season because I don't think that's fair because we've just gone through so many players who are playing well. But what I wanted to do is talk about someone who you may be um, expecting a little bit more from. That could be someone who's playing well and you kind of, excited to see what's coming or maybe someone who, who hasn't quite lived up to expectation, but you're kind of expecting them to, to, to do better as the season goes on. So Kev, as you were last um, on the last round, I'll come to you first, mate. So who's, who's the player that you, you, you're you excited or expecting to see more from as the season goes on?
3: Well, the obvious answer is Aniolo, but like Luke said, I mean, I've still got my hopes for him. You know, he's an absolute pedigree player. Um, you know, people, that maybe don't know, but, you know, before, obviously, he was in Galatasaray, he was winning the Young Player of the Year Award in Italy, high pedigree. So I, I do think there's probably be a bit more to come from him, but um, I think that's a bit of an obvious one, because he's new to the league, you know, he's, he's adapting. Um, it's a real difficult question, this, and the, the, the best answer I can probably give, which he's going to sound staggering, is, is, is Watkins, because I think that if you take out the hat-tricks he got in the two games, there's probably been other games where... He, he could have contributed more. He's missed a few chances. Now, I'm saying that with the fact that I probably wouldn't swap him for anyone else in the league other than maybe maybe a Haaland, maybe an Ivan Tony. So I think he's probably – he's one of the top strikers in the league. But I do, I do worry sometimes in the clutch moments in games, will that cost us? It hasn't cost us yet. That's mm. a good thing. But there's been a few times where you think a bit more calmness in front of goal. Well, he seems to score the tricky ones, miss the easy ones – and we can laugh about that miss, you know, in the last game, you know, when, uh, you know, bounced off his head, whatever it was. But, and I feel really harsh saying that because I think Watkins has been has been really good. And his, his goal contribution under Emery, I saw the stat the other day, like, is it like 23 and 35 is unbelievable. But I do look at it and think if you really want to be a top, top, top team, you want to finish in... Justin said he predicted third. I predicted fourth, Justin, in our preseason. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of with you. I'm a bit annoyed I didn't get higher now. You, you beat me. But um, I, I do think we're going to need a striker to score 20, 25 goals. And
1: I think he could in all comps, but we might need him to get a few more, basically. So you don't want him to just be a top, top player, Kev. You want him to be a top, top, top player. <laughs> top, top, top player. Four tops. Four tops. <laughs>
3: I'll be there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be there for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Justin. What about you, mate? Who's um, who are you kind of either? Yeah, like I say, excited to see more from, or you know, expecting a little bit more from as the season goes on.
2: Uh, I, you know what? I'm not calling in any of them out to get better. I understand the phrasing of the question. It's very difficult, isn't it, to say who do you want more from. from? The one player before after a season now. Don't panic. He's Jacob Ramsey. Now, that's not because Ooh. I expect to see more of him. That's just because I am bitterly, bitterly disappointed he's injured because wow. the, he was so good at the end of last season. His, his levels, like Luke said earlier, they were good last season. They've all gone up another level this season. And I just couldn't wait to see where... I, I think if he hadn't been injured, he would be in the England team by now. Because I look at... Um, players that have been promoted into that squad now and they've played the last couple of games and for me he's better than cole palmer Mm -hmm. you know his ability on the ball his ability to go past people his goals you know he came back to that one game didn't he He scored an absolute huge and got injured again I, i i'm so upset for the lad that he that he hasn't been able to pick up from when he was last season so it's not that i'm I don't, I think, you know, his levels haven't been good enough. He hasn't played and I've just been bit so upset with that lad. And I, he's one that I can't wait to come back and slot mm-hmm. back into this team and, and, and take us to another level, you know, like Morena coming back soon, hopefully. Ramsey will come back soon, hopefully just after Christmas point. Deer will be back, hopefully not too late in the season. I think it's, you know, we're not going to see Mings by the look of it for the end of the season, but... You know, those three players are going to be like three phenomenal new signings when they come back in this team. That's without signing anyone in in, in January. So the levels of this team are just going to keep improving. And, and for me, can't wait for him to come back and I can't wait for him to, to start again where he left off, hopefully.
1: Yeah, great answer. You know, we, I totally agree with you. You know, you, you talk about the Cole Palmers. You you know, and anyone as soon as anyone has a good game for Chelsea, it's like get him in the England squad straight away. But they seem to have hmm. to play well for three seasons to get in the England squad if they play for Villa. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's it, it, fantastic, and you know, even he likes a kind of Gallagher. He's he's, he's far better yeah. than him. You know, you look at trying to shoehorn Trent in a midfield absolutely. position. It's absolutely. It, it, and it's, the thing about Ramsey is, and we we've had this conversation. You know unfairly because he comes out of the academy and that he gets you know compared to, to to a Grealish. But if you look at the territory he can get you, you know, particularly away from home, if you look at the goal output that he's got, that that kind of finish that he can generate where he cuts in and curls it in, you know, he's he's just he's he is kind of, I guess, that modern day midfielder that that so many clubs want and, and, and we're so lucky that he's come for our academy.
2: Well, yeah, you've got. You look at the roster of, to use the American phrase, I should don't like. I don't know why I said it. (laughs) To look at the players we've got currently in the midfield with Kamara, with Louise, with um, Tielemans, with McGinn. You know, they're they're purring, aren't they? And and we got to have a player like Ramsey to throw back into that mix as well. When he's fit, the lads got everything. He's got pace. He's got ability. He scores goals. He's he's decent at tracking back. He, he's he's got a really good head on his shoulders. So yeah, oh, and he's a young kid as well. And he's a Villa fan. Uh, what more could you want? You know.
1: Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Max, what about you, mate? Who are you? Who are you kind of yet yeah, again excited to see more from, or you know, expecting uh, expecting more from?
4: It, well, it's going to sound mental, and well, but. I like how he started. I think Musa Diyarbi could be better. Not so much because I think he's been quiet recently. I think he's, I think like the start he made was like he was sensational. I'm not sure I've seen many better players play for us ever when he came, when he first came in. But I think in other than maybe the looting game, he has been a lot quieter than he had been to what at the start of the season. I don't know if that was because he had a knock a few weeks ago and stuff like that. But I think in terms of just, he gets involved in games, but sometimes can be a bit lost. Some like he kind of, I feel like sometimes he he wants to use his pace, and also gets caught in two minds of whether to of where to go with the ball. Like a few times in the last game he, against Fulham, he was kind of in between that of going for the byline or cutting back mm-hmm. and finding Matty Cash and stuff like that. So I think he just needs to find his rhythm kind of thing and find where he fits in. Um as I say, he's, always, he's had a great start. I think he just needs to maybe, just, I think once he starts getting a few more goals, I think he will just take off. I think he's got the potential to be one of the better players in the, in, in not even in the squad, but in the league as well. I think, he's, he, I think he is that good.
1: Mm. Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with you. And I think it's sometimes, you know, players can either take time to um, get up to speed with the Premier League, or they can come in and hit the ground running and then almost plateau a little bit. And I think he's probably at that level where he's kind of plateauing a little bit and probably, yeah, like you say, maybe carrying a little knock or or just just that little bit of confidence is needed again. Um, and I do think teams have, have potentially wised up to how we operate with with him. So maybe we need to look at different ways to get him involved in the game a bit more. Um but, yeah, I'm sure he will. And um, and what's so great about Villa at the moment is is where we've suffered in the past is, you know, we've been, oh, just give the ball to Jack, give the ball to Jack, give the ball to Jack. We've got so many weapons now that if Diaby isn't quite firing, then you've got Watkins, you've got McGinn, you've got, you know, Louise. you can bring Bailey off the bench. We've got so many different angles that we can attack from that. You know, it, it, he can be afford afforded to be a little bit quieter, and then the other players will will, will step up. So, look, I, I I do think you know there's a few comments coming in which we'll go through, and, and Diaby has been mentioned as as that player at the moment. But I think it's more from an, an excitement point of view as well. Um, Martin, any any different I any mean, any different players for you that you're kind of looking at a bit for, to get a bit more from?
5: I'm gonna go with um kind of thinking one day on this in my head i'm actually gonna go with Pau torres i think don't get me wrong the carrier of the ball he's been excellent he's been like the top stat for that passing wise he's very good he passed through the lines but i think what i'm going to expect more from him is his physical strength i think sometimes the player can actually kind of hold him off and actually get the ability to turn him which we've seen against wolves a couple of times we been against Newcastle in the first game. Obviously, that was the first game. He was kind of thrown into that game with the Ming situation. Mm. But there has been some games where he's been out-muscled nearly. And, you know, maybe he will adapt to that. And I hope he does. But I would expect more from him just in that particular area, just so that he doesn't get pushed off the ball too easily. But when we're in possession, he's fantastic. He looks for the ball literally through the midfield. He'll carry it, no problem. He'll be patient and... He has been fantastic, and don't get me wrong, but I will expect just a little bit more just from the physicality side of him.
1: Yeah, that's not that's uh, fair fair assessment. Fair assessment, but yeah, and and I think as he continues to to get used to the the physical kind of rigors of the Premier League, I think that will that will Mm. certainly come with with him. Um, Luke, I don't think I've come to you yet on your player, so. Yeah, I know you Please, mentioned guess, Zaniolo. God, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I've got so many to go go around, but yeah, who's 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 your player?
0: And this isn't because I don't think he's very good. I'm a little bit disappointed, and I know he's only 19 in Duran. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I think we're going to get to a point where it's a missed opportunity for Duran, because I think we can all probably agree that in this, in January, I would think we're looking to bring in a striker of European experience, somebody who knows his role that's not going to be playing every week, but can yeah. fire us, and if we are, say, in fourth, fifth place, can sort of add something to our squad, what we currently don't have. Um, and I just feel a bit like with Durant, like I don't know what's happened behind the scene. I'm not going to speculate on none of that, but I just kind of feel like he's had a big opportunity at Villa this season because there's only him and Watkins. We got rid of Archer and this was kind of his chance to sort of kind of show us a bit more of what he can do. And yes, we saw that fantastic goal against Palace, and I do think he has got real good attributes to be mm. a top, top striker. But I don't know, I just think he's really missed this opportunity. Yes, he's been injured a little bit, but in some of them games when I've seen him, like, his arm's in the air and he's moaning around if the ball's not gone to him, I'm kind of like, you've got to be patient here and trust Emory's process. Like, you're not going to play every week, but when you get given a chance play well and just do your best and mm-hmm. you'll be in his ideas for the next game. And I, and I do feel like we'll get to Jan. And if another one comes in, he's third choice striker. So already he's down that pecking order. And are we going to loan him? Are we going to keep him? So I think for him, I think I just wish he would just try and take this opportunity and realise what's going on at Villa. So I'd yeah. say Duran. Yeah. yeah
5: uh, just a no, question no, for you, Luke, so quickly. Sorry, sorry, Rich. But do you not think that Duran, obviously, at one point he was outscoring Watkins at the start of the season, the goal against Palace, Mm -hmm. Hibbs, certain other games? Like he was doing really well. And in that sense, I think he does have a right to soak because he, he thought he impressed enough and to Emery and felt that he should be getting more game time. But at the same time, I do agree with you that he's not just as experienced yet and, you know, just learn your role and learn your trade. But do you not think though that he kind of do you need to look at his point of view as to what he did in the start of the season? Um,
0: I'm not sure because he he know. He, Let's be honest, he's always going to be second fiddle to Ollie Watkins in this current system. Yeah, yeah. the way Watkins plays, the way Watkins presses, you see the numbers. What Watkins game isn't just about goals, is it? It's about the goal contributions that the actions that he's creating per game. And you see that stat list of him behind Harland and, and Salah at the minute. So, I, I, I really do just think he, he needed to just knuckle down and, and and be more squad based driven a little bit like what i was saying earlier about bailey you know ba- yeah. Bailey grasped what he's meant to do and i think i just kind of think duran sort of like you're saying sort of like scored his couple of goals and thought you know what i need to be playing here now every single every single game and i think that was never in the remit of of john duran and and that's why i'm saying duran not yeah no fair i I,
1: I agree yeah I, I i agree and it's we've had some really good answers there boys so so thank you for that big shout out to rod uh ten dollar suit uh super chat great to see uh up the Villa podcast on here as well thanks for doing these fans forums and and thank you very much for your support mate as much much appreciated Could i, I, I think i'm on
2: around on on. as well
1: yes go I on just, just a minute.
2: It, it, it's it's from the outside looking in on Duran, it smacks a little bit. And I don't know the kid, but it smacks a bit that he's got a bit of a big ego. Now, I don't mind an ego on a player. You know, one of the mm. biggest egos in football was Eric Cantona, and he backed it up, didn't he, every time he went yeah. out. And you generally find strikers do carry big egos. That's what makes them what they are. You know, they want to play all the time. They want to score all the goals. They want the, You know, they want the tappings on the line. They want. And I feel like at 19, he's got this big move to Villa. He is second choice to, to Watkins, but I think he's probably coming and packed himself, he looks like, that he can start week in, week out. And because it hasn't happened, and he has had little spells and little snippets of, of, of what he can do, I think Luke's right. He's, he sort of thinks, I should be playing week in, week out here. And, and I think, that I, I would presume that, that senior pros and even the management team are taking him to one side and are trying to calm him down a bit and saying, look, your time's going to go, you know, you you, you, you haven't made it, but you're in a fantastic position at a really good club, challenging at the right end of the Premier League. Bide your time. Play your 10, your 15 minutes here and there. You're going to get... More than likely, he probably would have played more in Europe had he not been injured. Not, And, and he probably will get those chances to play You know, from the starting games. But when he has got those chances to start and he's been hooked with 20 minutes, half an hour to go, when you would think he'd be pleased to start, he's looked... Annoyed, hasn't he, to come off? So, I think this mm. is an attitude thing. I'm not saying he's got an attitude problem. I know there's rumblings all over about this. You know, is he playing up a little bit at Body Murray? But the kid's 19. He's come to a new country. A whole new way of playing uh, uh, into a successful team. And he backs himself. That's how I see it. I think he backs himself. And he wants he wants to play. And and can, he, can we rein that in enough to allow him the freedom to express himself? without him getting annoyed that he's not playing more. And that that's the conundrum, I think, that, that Emery's sort of finding himself in. And I do agree with Luke. I think we will sign a strike in January. Maybe mm. he's even got an inkling that's going to happen. That might have put his nose out a little bit that he's going to be even further down the pecking order. So, you know, like with all these things, a manager's job isn't just picking a team. It's trying to keep all these egos, you know, happy. Um, it's a very difficult thing to do, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, and he,
2: he's—you
1: feel like um Emma is using some of the cards in the, his pack, like just by reading between the lines and some of the comments that he's, he's made regarding uh, Duran. You know, so, sometimes there's a there's a little bit of a backhanded compliment in there. There's a little bit of a you know kick up the backside, and there's a little bit of an arm around the shoulder. So he he's almost trying you know those different methods to kind of keep him. Like you say, just in you know, keep his his hand in the team, but also kind of saying, look, you need a bit more. We need a bit more from you to kind of show um. that you, you know, you're part of this squad. So, look, yeah, as I said before, great answers to 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 that question. I've got loads of comments coming in. Um, so Gaza said, apart from Louise and McGinn, I think all can still raise their game a bit. League title, here we come. Um, sure. Michael sure. said, not harsh, Kevin. I love Watkins, but there is room for improvement. Um, Adamski said 100% Kev was just thinking the same, missed a seemingly easy 1v1 for England too um, Duncan on Diaby says he gives a, something unique to the team, plays a lot of minutes though um, Kieran said Ramsey uh, will take us to higher levels when he comes back up the Villa um, Rachel said, I think Ramsey will step up and especially will thrive in Europe. And uh, Nick says, can't wait for Ramsey back. We'll have him a fit over Grealish any day. Um, what else have we got? Um, uh, Gary said, well said Max, uh, Diaby has been average last four or five games and only one goal at home as well. Uh, Dale said, don't think our tactics quite suit Diaby. He'll adapt with time. Um, Duncan also said DRB is quality. Uh, Martin says Ramsey will be as fresh as a daisy and very determined, so he'll be straight back to top form. I reckon he'll be straight into goals and assists. Uh, absolutely, let's hope so. Um, uh, where else have we got? There's a few more comments. Uh, people saying Duran's sulking and he's lost his head. And uh, Nick mm-hmm. also says he has bags of talent but has got some attitude. A young Balatelli. Um, saying, saying, yeah, we don't know for sure that he is sulking. Um, Martin also says power's done that diagonal ball out of defense straight to the opposition. So he needs to cut those out. Apart from that, he's adapted brilliantly so far. Um, uh, Gary said he's not too worried about Duran; He's 19, but he does need a loan for him. Um, so yeah, I mean, gen- generally, generally people, you know, totally agreeing with what, what we've said about players that we're, yeah, excited to see more from, but, you know, as, as always, as there's always room for improvement. Um, I want to, I want to come to that last question about kind of excitement for the rest of the season. Um, you know, just to finish up, up the show, but I just, I guess a couple of questions that some of the, the boys in, in our group chat were, were wanting to, wanted to throw at you boys, Luca and Justin, were around kind of, um, you, you touched on it just in about kind of January window. Um, what are you What are you thinking for January window? I know I know Michael asked a question. He doesn't think m- many signings are going to be made in January. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts on on the on the upcoming window? Where we need to Where we need to improve,
2: and who who do you think might come in? I, I think it's always prudent to, to 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 sign players when you're in a position of strength. I think you know over the years following Villa, I think the biggest one i of my head was the Janini signing when we was flying under Gregory that. If we'd have added him in that window, well, when the transfers, you know, opened up, we would have kicked on and, you know, who knows what would have happened. So, I think if you are doing well, you're a big viable option for a lot of clubs, aren't you? For a lot of players that are all over Europe. So, I think we will do something. I don't think we need a lot. I think a cover for Matty Cash I'd like to see because although concert can play there when we do change formation and we've seen that in Europe, we haven't got a like-for-like for, like for him, somebody that can play that role that Matty Cash plays if he was out, ever out for a prolonged period of time. We've all spoke about the forward. I think that, you know, there's a need for a forward. And the only other one off the top of my head, and it's not Olsen bashing uh, that, that a lot of people do, I, I feel a little bit for Olsen because he, his skill set isn't that, that that he needed for Aston Villa. You know, what what Emmy Martinez does. He can't. I'm, I'm not sure many keepers in the world can, to be honest. No. But, you know, the way we play out and, and, and the style that Emery wants the goalkeeper to play in, it doesn't suit suit Olsen's game. And, you know, he, he plays pretty regularly for the international team, so you can't be a rubbish goalkeeper if you're playing international football. So, he, he needs probably to move on. And it'd be nice to see a keeper coming in that's got a similar skill set to Emmy Martinez. Somebody maybe mid-20s that can learn from Martinez and maybe eventually, you know, take over the role, you know, hopefully when he retires, but if he does move on. So that's the only positions I can really see that we need anything in, really. Luke, what about you, mate?
0: Pretty pretty similar, to be fair. I think if I had to say one area, I think we definitely, I'd say a striker. I I I can really see a striker coming in of European pedigree, someone like a Gerard Moreno uh, of that ilk, uh, Anarchy Williams, and then, you know, so there oh, we go. I
5: was but waiting on right. the Williams brothers to come out <laughs> there as it was.
0: Um Well, we could talk about Evan Ferguson. He'd be a good one as well.
2: coming in. Oh, right, right, of course, yeah. of
0: course. Of <laughs> course. Le- at least play for villa um but no i, I think that will happen I, I think and then like justin says where are we can we seize an opportunity to to go big and and really try and go for top four if that's in and around where we are in january but you know i think um oh my camera's
1: gone
0: oh, but, we yeah lost I, think you. Mo- <laughs> I think yeah Mo- i think Monchi will do his magic i'll try and get my camera on.
1: That was Duran, that John Duran. He was sped up a bit,
2: slagging him off. Action to his count, nineteen-year-olds <laughs> 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 It was um, Williams. That was that.
4: Who it was? Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you know who
2: was. was back yeah. the account. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to lose the Williams brothers.
1: Mm, I
5: think, I think it was no.
1: I think it was Evan Ferguson. He heard enough of the England talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kev, um, come to you, mate, and just just changing this question slightly uh this is what Ma- this is what michael asked um he doesn't believe there be many signs in january so with the choice of one player who would you like to see come in um or which position should we be looking to cover one answer only um
3: uh harland for me would be the one <laughs> oh,
1: yeah yeah he good. didn't put realistic there
3: oh sorry sorry okay yeah yeah let, let, let's get back to reality kevin a little bit yeah um if I think if he had to be one position, it'd have to be striker for me because there's so much risk. We've discussed Duran, whether it's true or not that the rumors of the falling out. He's it, impetuous, oh, you know. Wow. He's he's got some skills, but is he going to be someone you can rely on? If Watkins, something happens to Watkins, so I think it has to be. And I think the names mentioned. I think Moreno would be a good shot from Villarreal in terms of you know he's got like a one in two kind of ratio for Villarreal, and he's you know uh, I think we probably need to get someone like Luke said bang on. He's got European experience, um, because obviously we're in Europe. Hopefully we'll be out of stages. Maybe that player won't be able to play in Europe, but at least they can kick you on to to higher heights in Europe. But more importantly, why have we got Munchie? We've got Munchie because he's got his little black book and he's got all these contacts. And I'm expecting us to be able to bring some some people in from from the continent who maybe some of us haven't even heard about. You've only got to look at what Brighton have done with some great recruitment and having a good strategy around it. So... Yeah. I think it's the standout position we need someone. Yeah, sure, you know what, we could have an upgrade on cash or at least support for cash, absolutely. Have we got enough cover for Kamara? You could argue may- maybe, you know, Iden care here and all there, but something happens to Watkins, our season could 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 fall off a cliff. So I think it has to be in that area.
1: Cool. Um, I'll come to you boys in a second, Martin and, and Max, but a few comments. Martin and Nicholas says, hope we buy back Philogene. Adamski says Jonathan David would have been like Duran but pacier and wiser. Uh, Duncan uh, says let's sign Oshiman and win the league. Um, <laughs> Hound of love says Cam Archer looks a good player. Um, Ahmed says Danny Sabayas is central midfielder. Uh, Gary Howlett says Watkins replacement. Definitely. Um, Duncan said we should give De Gea a six month contract. Um, Be nice to get Frimpong says Ahmed uh, Raza as well. Um Rachel says would love the Williams brothers coming in January. Um, Dunk says um right back is an area that needs an upgrade and a striker. Um, I did want to come to a question for you. Uh who shall I go to? Let's do Martin on this one. If we had a choice of signing Jack in January or winning something this season,
5: oh fuck it. Yeah. Um Nah, take a trophy. I would take a trophy. I don't care if it's the Conference League, FA Cup, or even the Premier League, just for Kevin. Uh, <laughs> I would no, I, I would rather win a trophy. As much as I would love Jack back, I think, even if we did sign him, he walks into our team just because of how good he is. He's elevated his game under Pep. I know he's not getting much game to him at the minute, but that's just because of the quality that Man City possess. But I would take a trophy all day long. Like I said, I don't care if it's FA Cup, Premier League. Conference, just a trophy, all day long. It's it's more, it's more enjoyable for the fan base to win a trophy. We celebrate winning something. The players celebrate winning something. Like, yes, I think what would happen with Grisha is the fans be more, like, joyful. Like he's back at his hometown club, and you know it's back where he belongs. So it'd be a, a joy sort of thing. But you're not gonna celebrate that if you know what I mean. Like you're gonna celebrate winning an FA Cup at Wembley if some years go or you celebrate winning in Athens if that even happens. So like, I think it'd be more enjoyable to win a trophy as to just signing the player back.
1: Yeah. Gaza, Gaza definitely means it. Um, And uh, Sabutio passion says has to be a trophy as well. Um, Mm. Max, any, any difference in terms of players that you would look for or sign-ins? Would you go all out in January or do we just need one or two reinforcements?
4: Um, Well, it's hard to really know what we'd do because like Emery's, I think made the least changes to his starting eleven in the whole league this season, and I don't know if that's because of the drop off from the starting eleven to our bench options, or if that's because he just likes keeping it the same or whatever. But I think right back, I think right back is somewhere not so much to replace my Cash, but we definitely need someone that can play an the mountain out right back? Because like, linked to like Acuna from Sevilla, who's like a left back but can play in midfield. And I don't really understand that one because he's—I think he's played like four games or something stupid all season. he has been mm. like really heavily injured, and he's—I think he's thirty-two or something like that. So he's not even doesn't that one doesn't seem to make sense to me. I think but yeah, right back, and then everyone, as everyone else said, another striker. I think especially if Duran leaves, it's this got to be that's got to be the first first thing to go. I think.
1: Mm. Fair, fair. Uh, Martin Nicholas says I'd get Jack back in January because then we'd win the trophy anyway. Um, <laughs> um, Peter says, uh, "Yeah, yeah, no, Grealish. Why reward him for walking away for trophies when those he left behind have stuck in and done the hard work?" Yeah. Um, James says it's a no for him. Re Tammy Abraham. People think Ollie misses a lot of chances. They will be tearing their hair out at Tammy. Um, there has been rumours. Lovebleed has a trophy for sure. Um. Yeah, Lewis says I'd get Jack and win everything next season um, but yeah I mean he's never going <laughs> to the rumours of Jack are never going to go away Justin are they like
2: is it no, is it written in back. the
1: stars that he's going to come back
2: 100% he'll play for Villa again I've no doubt whatsoever I'm absolutely categorical on that the lad will come back whatever point and want to finish his career at Villa whatever that looks like I don't know you know we was all peed off with Ashley Young left, wasn't we, and he didn't have anywhere near the connection that Jack had, and he came back and, and you know was absolutely outstanding for two seasons, so I don't see a future that Jack Greenish really doesn't pull the village shirt on again.
1: Yeah, me too, I think uh, it's it's just, it, it's a shame seeing him, obviously he's won the trophies, um, but it's, some of the natural ability of his game has been curtailed, and you just think I mean, I don't know if he would get that back. Kev coming, I don't know if it, if he's kind of had that out of him, whether at Villa he would do that again, whether age would catch up with him. Well, do you think he'd get that back? Well, you know what, like,
3: all the Villa fan in me adored Grealish, you know, the... the you know i'm still good and i never got to see that 7-2 virtuoso performance you know against against liverpool and and everything he did you know i mean g- giving us our love back for villa in recent years what a part he played single handedly handily dragging us from the championship really when he came out from injury and there was that banger against derby the volley and then it just obviously went from there so i'd love from a villa fan perspective but there's a little bit you know that whole like you know never return to a scene of a crime situation um you know, what if he didn't go well for him? What if he came back and, and maybe wasn't the same player he was? Would it tarnish his legacy a little bit, potentially? Um, I also think I could see him being the kind of player that, as he gets a bit later in his career, might go on the continent, you know, and go and get a big money move to a big European team. And I think his style of football in one of those leagues would be absolutely phenomenal. I think he'd be adored. I think he's an icon already, isn't he? With some of his, his partnerships he's got in terms of the, the commercial world. Um so it would be great to have him back, um, but um, I'm, I'm not sure it's going to happen. But we'll see what happens.
2: I, I think yeah. he's got such a high skill set that somebody like Eunor Emery, I'd love to see what he did with him. Yeah, I really would. I'd love to see how he would use him. I think he could use him in multiple positions. Uh, you know, mm. I think his football intelligence. You know, his intelligence off the pitch is very questionable, but his, his intelligence on the pitch is he's second to none. You know, one of the best players I've ever seen pull on a Villa shirt. So. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. That's for another it, day. I think
3: it, it would be amazing. And just on that point, I mean, the lads on the, on, the, on our part know this. But I genuinely thought that season before he left us. I thought he was the best player in the Premier League that season. I thought he was he was so good for us, so good for us in terms of his the way he kind of kick 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 that team. You know, down. Uh, you know, kept us going. And I just saw everything about his game, everything went through. So the ro- romantic side of me would absolutely love to see him put on the Clarence Blue again, you know, just 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 visualise it for a second. Mings, he's back, celebrating with Jack, Pau Torres, you know, <laughs> our, our Sims there as well, you know, all, all the lads, all the fellas. Messing John, John
5: again, giving him an assist for a goal. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, romantically, it sounds amazing. Um, and Unai would would be able to get him, I think, get him back to, to some kind of like um, panache, but watch his space, I think
1: yeah yeah um boys we will we will finish up in a second i just did want to come to this question before we go to our final one that we've that we've prepared for um martin i'll come to you you first on this one um is it fair to say these next few fixtures are season defining and that's from uh that's from chris hmm. Hmm. i wouldn't say it's season defining but i
5: think if we get a good return from those fixtures I think it would set the tone of where we might finish so I don't think it's seen in the final in the sense of oh if we get through these games that's it top four will be confirmed top five will be confirmed I don't think that in the slightest I think if we do get through them I think it will set the tone of where we could possibly finish and see where we go from there because in my opinion I think seen in the final moments more or less happened in April and March time I know I can understand where people come from in terms of Christmas because it's halfway through the season. It's it's where you get the idea of who's finishing where. But I think it's not a scene defining moment for me. I think it, it just sets a tone of what could happen post Christmas.
1: Luke, would you would you agree with that? Or do you think it is a, a real a real real key point? You know, games against Arsenal, City, Tottenham. Um, not really. I think think any
0: game is a difficult game in the Premier League we've seen that over the years you know it doesn't matter who you play whether it's Man City or Luton you still get three points if you beat one of them teams don't you so I think what it is for me it's kind of about seizing an opportunity and a moment and what that moment could potentially do for our season you know if we go and beat Spurs back it up with a good performance against Bournemouth and beat City at home, that is going to propel us and propel the fan base and the whole squad and and give them so much confidence going into the rest of the season. So that's why I think it's, you know, a big couple of games for us. But, you know, some fans, you know, you'll, you'll probably do your match previews and you'll get fans that are saying it's must win today and it's like October And what determines that as as must win in October? You know, they're all must win. So I think they're big games because of who they are, but they still give you three points. And, you know, us as Villa fans at the minute, we think we can beat anybody. So bring it on, I think. Bring it on.
1: Yeah, 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 absolutely, mate. Absolutely. I I, I do agree. I do. I think I agree with both of you boys in terms of, Yeah, I've said before, you you look at that, you look at that home 13 Premier League home wins in a row and the only thing that that critics or pundits could level at us or the rival supporters could say well you haven't beaten an Arsenal you haven't beaten a Man City you haven't beaten a Liverpool at home well now is the chance in you know two or three weeks time to to put one of those results on the board and that would really show us that or show them almost that we are we are real contenders so that's what I'd really love to see out of out of the next games. I mean, obviously I want us to win the other ones as well. I don't want us to just beat Man City and then lose the other four. But yeah, um <laughs> that would that would really be that would really be something. Um guys, we're gonna fi- finish up in a second with our, our final question. But if you haven't already, please do hit that like button, please hit that subscribe button. We've got over a hundred people watching, which is just amazing at nearly ten to eleven at night. And uh, I'm sure these boys wanna get off to bed at some we'll point yeah (laughs) Mm. but yeah make sure you like make sure you subscribe yeah exactly i'm thinking of you martin i'm thinking of you but yeah Yeah. um phenomenal phenomenal comments phenomenal and viewing numbers so thank you all for your support um like subscribe and um and yeah um get involved in the comments um yeah final thing from from us lads in terms of i guess what you what you're most excited about for the season ahead um, I will go around each of you. Uh, I might leave Kevin, Luke to the end, to the for the rallying cry, for the excitement. Um, ah, we'll, build up the suspense. <laughs> build up the suspense. We'll build it up. We'll build it up. Um, Max, it. I'll come to you first, mate. Yeah, what are you? What are you kind of most excited for for the for the rest of the season?
2: Well,
4: I I'd, I'd just, oh, I'd fancy a trip to Wembley because I've been for uh, so so many times. Or I mean, the holiday in Athens sounds quite nice. Uh, quite I that was coming like, up. I knew it's it's quite nice in May, yeah. So I mean, just I'd, I'd quite like just the chance of winning something. Whether we do one, I'd just like to go far in either the Conference League or the FA Cup because we haven't. I just can't think of. Or what the COVID season? I think was the last time we got to the final, and then other than that, we haven't really competed properly in any of the competitions. So I'd, I'm excited to hopefully do well in one of those competitions.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a great thing. Rod there with um with the expect setting the expectations. Up the villa everyone, I think we will stay up this season. Um so yeah that's a that's a real high bar to go from Justin. But yeah, what are you most excited for for the for the coming season of
2: that uh my uh, you obviously, didn't see my predictions at the start of the season, alongside my uh, third place prediction. I said win the FA Cup and the Conference League, so you know, <laughs> we're on course, we're still on course for it. I'm telling you, you know, the Trevor absolutely third place and two cups. Um, to be quite honest, and it sounds a bit crap, but I just can't wait to see where this team evolves to. I, you know, week on week in, week out, it's a joy to go. We've all said it, it's a joy to get to Villa Park, it's a joy to just sit and watch how bloody good this football team is. And, and I think fans that maybe are a bit younger and, and, and it's the first time they've seen Villa really competing on a level with the best teams in this country, enjoy every second of it, enjoy every game, enjoy every mm-hmm. goal, because these things don't last very often and, and they don't come around very often either. You know, I can tell you that from experience. So to have a manager like we've got, to have a squad of players like we've got, to be playing the way we are, it's a joy to be old, and uh, and if we and I do agree with Luke, I don't think we've seen the best of this team by a stretch yet, which is scary to think. So, just enjoy the ride, and I can't wait to see where we end up at the end of the season.
1: Brilliant, mate! Brilliant, Martin.
5: You probably should have came to me first. So I kind of want to take this all game by game, just. Enjoy oh, we ride. got Michael
1: on. Have you been taking the hints off Michael? Have you in the comments? <laughs> yeah.
5: No, I just want to take a game by game. Let yourself go, Martin. Come on, let yourself go. <laughs> nah, no. I, I'm, you see, I'm a football manager where I live. Yeah, so look. I, look I,
1: I, this I'm is what we're rich,
5: playing for next rich, season. I'm <laughs> well, I'm not having this crack just yet, right? I just want <laughs> game by game, enjoy the ride, see where the road takes me. If it leads to Alice in Wonderland, <laughs> I'm going there. If it leads to, you know, the Wizard of Oz, I'm going there. Just... I just want to enjoy the ride game by game. And wherever I am in the end of the season, I'll celebrate then.
1: that's You should have it came to me before, well. so I think you got the pecking order wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, you need to get to as many games at Villa Park as possible. Come on, man. Because uh, you've got to maintain yeah. your unbeaten run.
5: Well, I am going for over for Christmas time. So I'm going from the 22nd to the 23rd of December for the Sheffield United game. And then the 29th to the 1st of January for the Burnley game, uh, so because it's when I'm finished work, so I, I've got like a a week extended period for work. So I come over for one night, home for Christmas Day, Stevens's Day, and then back over for New Year's weekend. So spend a bit of time with my family who are yeah. all on the blue side of Birmingham. Sorry, lads. Um, you know, see them, watch Villa, and you know, that'd be my Christmas based around Aston Villa and hoping getting to get into, uh 14 games unbeaten at Villa Park
1: awesome mate awesome right here we go kev you i've seen you limbering up there what are you most excited about come on the
5: rocky bell Bowl music was playing and all it was
3: <laughs> let's do this right so um i mean the odds of being born are one in 400 trillion right yeah i mean right if you can't enjoy life a little bit what's the point in being here right we've got the best manager I think he's the best manager in the league. I don't give a shit about Pep and Klopp. I think he's (laughs) the best manager in the league. What he's done with this team, if Guardiola or Klopp had taken over from Gerrard, I don't think we'd be where we are now. So, I mean, I I know it's a bit of a bold statement, but I just absolutely love him. What he's done with his team is amazing. And, um, you know, we talk about Athens would be be obvious. You know, FA Cup, the comment about getting past the third round, that would be absolutely delightful, wouldn't it? Winning, Winning an FA Cup third round game. But you know what I'm most excited about? He's been amongst the, the, the conversation come March April time. I'm not saying league. But if we were around that four fifth six spot still, you know, maybe a few points from third or second, the excitement of that team of, of going through with the lads at the same time, thinking you know we we've, we've got from the championship, we've won the playoffs, you know, we've stayed up, you know, obviously on the, la- the last day of that season. We've got Europe last season on the last day of the season. And we've had some exciting times recently. Imagine we're in the conversation. And unlike the latter days of O'Neill, remember when we were vying with Spurs and Man City, when Man City, before they became massive, we probably knew they were a bit better than us. You, had, you, had, you know, Man City had already started spending the money. Spurs had Bale, you know, Van der Vaart, those kind of players. We knew we were probably third choice. If we're amongst it now with some of these teams around us, and there's a Man United or a Chelsea or whatever, I fancy us. So I'm just looking forward to being part of that conversation and ending this season on a high, wherever that takes us.
1: Love it. Love it. Love it. Luke, close us out, mate. Rousing message. What are you excited for for the upcoming season? I am
0: excited for the Open Top Bus Parade with the treble (laughs) on that at the front of that bus. (laughs) Premier League, FA Cup, Europa Conference League, and we're going to the next season defending all of our titles. And with Monchi's master plan in the summer, with the wealth of scouting that is going to have happened and the calibre of players coming in, we are going to dominate English football.
1: <laughs> That's the, what the, can the we current, say about that? The, <laughs> the current ribbons
3: on the Premier League trophy. Yeah, Think about that. Brilliant. West Ham are going
1: to have a great yeah. end to the season, Course. No. So, <laughs> I know. I feel like a
5: bit of a grinch here at this minute. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, it, it it is. It just, I mean, in all seriousness, um, it's all seriousness. In all seriousness, it's just an amazing time to be, to be a Villa fan, and you know the excitement that we've got at the moment. Wherever we end up it's just, it's like, it's like nothing else. And like you said at the start, Justin, you know, it's, it's it's probably the best time to be a Villa fan at the moment. And some of the football we're seeing is, is is phenomenal. So yeah, absolutely tremendous. Um, We're so excited for the season to come. And, um, and yeah, I think, uh, I think it's going to be a hell of a ride throughout the season. Um, Lads, um, thank you so much for coming on uh tonight um amazing stuff if anyone has been living under a rock for i don't know how long um where where can people find you um and yeah shout out your guys uh, your guys part of and um, what you boys do
0: now i just want to shout out you guys really because you know you oh. do you do a fantastic job and um you know your content's pretty regular which is which is really good as well and like I said you know Gareth does a great job as well when you're doing your tactics episode uh, so I just want to say shout out to you guys really because it can be quite difficult you know creating content and you know the hours that you have to do it and the amount of effort that you have to put into it I think people don't realize that so uh, I would say you know if you haven't subscribed go and subscribe to these guys because they're they're all great
1: that's amazing stuff well look, it's very kind of you boys and uh yeah we we watch your stuff all the time and it echo right back at you you know that the kind of regularity that you guys produce the content out and the quality of it is is fantastic and yeah you know the times when villa haven't been doing well and it's it's tough uh to kind of keep coming out but you, and it but at the moment it's just it's just fantastic and uh it's so good to see you boys you know representing villa on Wm and bt sport or tnt as it's called now and And all that stuff. So yeah, um, fantastic. But thank you, lads, for for coming. on. it's uh, it's been much appreciated. And the the guys in the comments all saying that they love the kind of mashup. And hopefully we can do this, you know, fairly regularly because I've I've had I've had a great great time on it. So thank you, boys, for uh, for jumping on. Um, guys, thank you so much, Uh, Martin, Kev, Max. Thank you for for coming on as well. Thank you everyone for watching. Um, make sure you do hit that like button. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. We'll be back with plenty of content. Real football is back this week. So match previews, match reactions, talking tactics with Gareth was all to come this week. Um, so make sure you check out and follow in the channel. And as always, remember, we all follow the Villa. Thanks, everyone. Oh, and-